Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic. Feels so unlike everybody else alone In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know But no, he knows the code It's not about the salary It's all about reality and making some noise Making a story Making sure his click stays up That means when he puts it down Talks picking it up Let's go he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% and he's spitting fire in Mike Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist, porcupine He's a he's a f***ing type Women wanna be with him, rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with what he's got Making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him, was it? Giving that birth that doesn't stand for an act But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice, juice. Him and his crew are known around as one of the best Dedicated to what they do and get 100% I would like to take a moment to remind you Of a young man that I fear you may have forgotten once upon a time, he was the number one prospect in his high school class. He was a spot ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Then he threw 67 touchdowns and nine interceptions in college and led his teams to the playoff both seasons that he started. Of course, you know who I'm talking about. He's Justin Fields. And it's understandable if all those things have slipped your mind based on what has happened since. In two NFL seasons leading absolutely terrible teams, he has won just five of his 25 starts and he has fumbled, been sacked, or intercepted 140 times. That's the most of any player over those two years. It's been so unsightly that some people thought the Bears should have used the number one pick this spring on a new quarterback. Well, let me tell you why they didn't. Because starting in week seven last season, while he was running for his life and throwing to a receiving core that can at best be called pedestrian, Fields had the fourth best QBR in the league, behind only Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. Now he is set to follow Hertz and Allen again. Those two are the modern template for quarterback development. They're talented, in need of patience and coaching, and now look at them. Fields is exactly the same. Frankly, he's a better prospect than either of those guys were. The final piece to the puzzle came this offseason with the Bears' acquisition of D.J. Moore. They are hoping he can be to Fields what Stefan Diggs and A.J. Brown were to his predecessors. And I'm here to tell you, they got that absolutely right, all of it. The people of Chicago have been waiting all of their lives, like a century plus, for what they are finally about to have. Write it down. Justin Fields is going to be the next superstar quarterback in the NFL. Welcome into the zone. 
on a wonderful Wednesday. Great start to the day, and that is Mike Greenberg of ESPN touting Justin Fields as the next great thing in quarterback play in the NFL. He's a Northwestern alum, right? Yes. So he's a Chicago guy? Yes. I think crackhead is the word you're looking for. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I was really scratching my head here. I'm joking. I don't like Greenberg, but... He did make a pretty compelling argument there for Justin Fields. That was not at the top of my list of his, guys that I thought might be super successful this coming season. But His team has been terrible. I, I will give him that. But also, I'm not sure he can throw the ball all that well. All right, I didn't well, watch a lot of Chicago Bears games. Um, no one who is uh, <laughs> a, a, not a Chicago Bears fan watched exactly. a lot of Chicago Bears games last year. But that. the games that I did see, and I maybe saw two. He didn't impress me at all. I mean, he was he, he could run, run around. Yeah, he can run. Uh, I think he played. They played the Cowboys last year, and that was his, the only threat really that that you were worried about with Josh Fields. It was him running around Justin and make, Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, making plays. Well, there's the ultimate diss um, with his feet and not so much his arm. Can't wait to get Coach Kelly and Kevin Kelly in here and to get his thoughts on Fields. Well, that will be a, that's going to be a discussion point today. That's why we led with that because. Uh, we do have actually some really fun stuff to get to here, and I'm excited about it. But um, that's going to be our question of the day today. Do you agree with Mike Greenberg? Because, look, I've got a list here from The Athletic, and they've listed the top quarterbacks. They've got different tiers. You know, we talk about tiers mm-hmm. on the show sometimes. This is what we were going to do. We're going to get off the big board, and we're going to list our quarterbacks. Are we? At some point, we okay. have to. We keep talking about, and we'll argue, is he a top-ten quarterback? And we'll, go, and we'll try to name some quarterbacks, and we never figure it out. So, do you think he is the next coming? Who's the top? Who's the who's the top automatic guaranteed? No debate, absolutely zero discussion. Top tier quarterbacks: uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. That's it. Joe Burrow. Yes, but he's behind those two. But he's in the top tier. Clearly We're some of the top opinion. tier guys. Yeah, I would say. Why is Burrow? I don't think Josh Allen is anywhere Josh separated Allen. ahead of, of Burrow either. I'm with you. I mean, Mahomes is on another planet. Then we might as well just put him on a different yes, level. Yes, I agree with. He's that. on his own. Yeah, he's, he's on clearly his own the best quarterback. Okay, Bill. All right. So the next tier, I think. I don't think Josh Allen, even though he's maybe got the best arm talent. If we're talking about straight arm strength of anybody. I don't think I separate him over. I mean, if you're going to give me a toss up, like I don't know that I wouldn't take a healthy Burrow over a healthy Josh Allen today. I can make a compelling argument yeah. for it. I'll listen to Josh Allen argument. No but doubt. Or Justin Allen. I think Allen. they're both great. Any old, jo- any old Allen will be fine. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow's run to the Super Bowl is a little overrated. I don't think he did a whole... Buddy, he was hellacious his first year before he got hurt. He played great last year. I don't know what you're... What, I don't know how he's had any issue with what Burrow's done. I, I, I'm of the opinion that Mahomes, Josh Allen, and then Joe Burrow. So really we're splitting hairs, but I think Allen is... Better than Burrow. Okay, I'll listen to that. Okay. All right. So, is anybody else in the top tier? Is Aaron Rodgers still a top tier quarterback in the NFL? I, 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 I think so. Yeah, I'd put him there. Okay. I was. That was the next guy I was going to list. Uh, I'm looking through the list here now of what the. Uh, I guess second tier, Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hurts. Yeah. Dak. Yeah. Uh, here's what they've got. This is from The Athletic again. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Rodgers. And they've got Herbert, actually the last guy in the top tier. So five quarterbacks in each tier, I guess. Hmm. I'd take that, yeah. Yep. Uh, they got Justin or Jalen Hurts, rather, is the biggest riser from Tier 3 to Tier 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have an issue with that either. Tier 2, Lamar Jackson. Let's not forget about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. Injury. Yeah. Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Out of sight, out of mind. Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, and Kirk Cousins. I would drop Watson. Um, I don't know if I put rust. Him, as much as I like Kirk Cousins after watching the quarterback series, I don't mm-hmm. know that I put him in tier two. But maybe we'll see how this year goes. I think it says a lot about tier three and uh, tier four, doesn't it? When you uh, have to put you have to put somebody there. Yeah, is there somebody in tier let's three? Let's name the tier three and see if he he's really well, that much better. Let's start with Russell Wilson, who apparently is trying to revive his career okay. with some weight loss this year, and a new coach. Uh, it says notable jumps ranking in the rankings: Justin Fields, Tua, Daniel Jones, who all went from four to three, and Geno Smith, who went from five to three. Just Geno Smith did have a great year he last did. year, and he's an easy guy to pull for. That was a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got Justin Justin Fields, a tier three quarterback, and Mike Greenberg saying he's the next great thing to move up a high riser to level elite two, maybe elite. But elite again, he made one, the, yeah. the, who they have on one. I, I was 
coming inside? I saw uh, uh, Mahomes, number one. Then then Allen. Burrow. Well, not necessarily in this order, but I think it is in this order. Burrow. Uh, Herbert was five, and, Rogers. and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Okay, Herbert's. I, and I, Herbert, Herbert's, to I me, this the is a... three, so I was... The talent's clear, and they were. I mean, they kind of they were sort of Vikings last year, right? They fizzled out late after having yeah. a promising start. That's what the Chargers always do. Yeah, they're good, they're, regardless if they have Philip Rivers have or talent. Herbert. Mm-hmm. They, they got, um, I shouldn't have let. Um, I shouldn't have let uh, Hunter get away. No doubt, he'd be a great weapon for for the Chargers. Oh, nice little uh, safety blanket. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's been elite apparently in Patriots camp. He's been great. If he stays healthy, I mean, he may be Mac Jones's number one target this year. We'll see. Uh, hi, Joe. It's good to see you. Good to see you guys. Great to uh, hang out with you last night. And I'm sorry that the guys on stage did not give you the respect you deserve. No, they don't know. I didn't deserve it. They don't know the lumberjack <laughs> like we do. That's right. Um, Chambly knew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I had. I had been. We had. Uh, he was at Maumel High School. Right? Yep. And he. We did their sports banquet a couple times, okay. so I was over there helping cater that and got to meet him and talk to him a little bit and his family a little bit and just glad to see how good he looks. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, really, I, I'm really pulling for that kid. He's yeah. a good kid, man. For a guy that weighs around 300 pounds, I think he carries it well. And by the way, he's got great feet. We saw him dance last night on stage. <laughs> so Arkansas's potentially start, starting right tackle. Before we move off of the thing we're talking about, Christian, give me the, the question of the day because it's related to the quarterback question. Yeah, our question of the day is, who is the next star quarterback in the NFL? This is one of them anyway. Justin Fields, Tua Tungavaloa, uh, Brock Purdy, or other comment. And before people start commenting, oh, what about Trevor Lawrence? What about Justin Herbert? It's like, we thought that they were too good yeah, to I think be in the tier with those guys. I mean, honestly, I don't know that Jalen Hurts is thought of as a star quarterback, but he's a guy that... I he, think a lot of people do. I still have questions about him. Same. Personally. I mean, to me, Justin Fields can be Jalen Hurts with the right team around him. I think he could be. And maybe better. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I think he's really benefited from some great front office moves and some great coaching. Yep. And what's his contract now? $51 million, something like that? I think eventually they're going to start losing pieces because they just don't have the cap. They're giving it too much to him. and It'll start showing that he's maybe not as good as people think he is. We will see. But I could be wrong. Anyway... Uh, and then we put other comment. What's the other question of the day today? Uh, has your wife slash significant other uh, <laughs> girlfriend ever uh, farted before you? What? In front of you. In front of you, yeah. So you think we pull these out of our butt? We don't. <laughs> yeah, no you, pun intended. Hey, we knew you were coming in, so we you wanted guys, you to you that, guys, answer this. You put a lot, lot of late hours on, on those questions. There's a lot of drinking after the show last night. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Rogers, who is Aaron Rodgers' brother and a reality TV guy, and he's also a broadcaster if you haven't seen him, he says about his wife, JoJo, JoJo has never audibly farted in front of me. Before we got married, I was like, it's going to happen. I'm not walking down the aisle if you don't fart in front of me. Um, and he was talking to somebody who, uh, and she said, yeah, I guess that's, that's something that hasn't happened. I would burp more, she says. I don't know why we're talking about this. Anyway, <laughs> I, honestly, like, I don't know that I've ever had any woman fart in front of me, ever. But i got to be honest, early returns, this is, a, this is not that uncommon of a thing. Hmm. You guys want to spill the guts on your, uh, spill the beans on your wives? I think Justin Fields is going <laughs> to really make a make, really make It was a great jump. seeing Dana last <laughs> night, by the way, Joe. I really enjoyed hanging out with her. Don't so. you think Justin's going to make a big jump, Wes? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not. Even, I, I think he's a great athlete, but I want to see more from uh, uh, the throwing. You know, is I he agree. accurate enough? And part of it probably is what you guys have talked about—the weapons surrounding him. Yeah, so if he had to, that quickly. I mean, the, you guys uh, are all soft, by the way. You guys are all weak and pathetic. I didn't know women tooted. I mean, I've got. I'm, I live too. in a household of women, poop. and yeah, they poop. I, no, and it doesn't know. always smell like flowers. I know you guys have this uh, idyllic view of women, but and as great as they are, realistically, I think when you live, what are you looking them? at? Your last, it's your day. last day. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending you off with a bang. Oh, sweet Graham. Does Barbie, does Barbie fart in the movie? Obviously not. Okay, she's an angel. That's Margot different. Robbie doesn't. Yeah, no, she's she the, actually she's doesn't. the only one. Yeah, she's one yeah. of the very like five women in the world that don't. Anyway. Um, I think when you live with somebody, you're bound to see these or hear these bodily functions yeah. occasionally. I mean, there was a point in time where, like, I probably tried to protect 
the people around me. But, you know, at some point you get comfortable <laughs> and you don't care anymore. Are you comfortable yet in your like relationship? When, I mean, I don't mind doing it, but I don't want necessarily to get it back the other way. You know what oh. I mean? I love farting in front of my kids, though. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Look, things that are funny to a man. Getting kicked in the balls and farting is always going to be funny, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. What, Joe? You think? I'm looking at her. You, oh, she can take it. She's she. Look, she's been around she's, boys her whole life. She's, she's got two brothers and a dad. And they're all gross, just like us. Don't get out of here. Come on. All right. Uh, last night, countdown to kickoff again. Thank you to Gary Hill, MSS Oil, fantastic. Appreciate them. Tito's, the Gangster Museum, Oaklawn, Party Time, Ortho, Arkansas, Hogman's Game. Did I miss anybody? Oh, yeah, Corky's. <laughs> Just kidding, Joe. Uh, appreciate you feeding everybody last yeah, night. It was great. Our, our Your pleasure. staff is phenomenal. I unfortunately did not get a chance to eat last night, so I was really praying that you'd bring some oh. food in. I was so busy, and like I was running on mm-hmm. adrenaline, and I didn't drink any beer, and I didn't eat any food. Lots of soda and water. Wow. Yeah. It's really not that impressive. No. I shouldn't pat myself on the back so hard for skipping, but... I learned I last night uh, that... Uh, what, what was that? The can of water we had, Christian? Oh, liquid death. Yeah. Liquid, liquid death makes water. Yeah. And so I, I went upstairs. I got my big plate of Corky's. It was awesome, by the way. And I looked at Christian. I said, does Corky's ever disappoint? And he was like, no. Nope. I was like, never. man, this is so good. Yeah, anyway, we didn't run out. That's I asked about it. for uh, <laughs> some water. And uh, the, the bartender goes and opens up a can of liquid death and hands it to me. And I was like, I was about to say, no, I said water. And I look at it, and it says mountain water on it. Mm-hmm. And I take a drink. I'm like, okay. Dude, I did take, not know this. Like water, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it just tastes like water. There was no flavor. It was water. Liquid death. But, but we was, call it liquid death. Liquid death? They also bottle water. I didn't they, know that they liquid sold... liquid death make other stuff? Obviously, they I didn't know they sold alcohol, Hey, if they start making farts in a can, I'll be impressed, okay? <laughs> they got energy drinks, obviously, and stuff like that. Liquid... Do they have alcoholic drinks or not? I, I didn't know they did. So. I don't I know that they do. Water. I don't know that they do. Oh, it's they don't do, like, energy caffeinated drinks? drinks? I don't think so. I think it's just I've water. I've never heard of them. That's a weird name for a water company, isn't it? Yeah. Liquid death. I think that's the point, though. It should be liquid life. Great point, Wes. <laughs> Wet life. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some of that liquid you know, death. <laughs> you know what they should just call it? They should call it moist. That would get some attention. So I've walked by liquid death at the convenience usually, store my whole life thinking it was an energy drink, and agreed. I would pass it up and go get a bottle of water. Is it, like, fortified with nutrients like smart water? It may be. We sound so dumb right now. it tastes just like water. Okay. I've never had it. But I have seen people. I know people that, like, are... Uh, either not drinking for the night or are recovering alcoholics that I've seen like at bars and they're drinking it and it actually like I wouldn't feel bad walking around that can like it's, you still look like you're real cool and you're real hardo you're, I know I was drinking that while I was eating I was like man I hope people don't think I'm drinking a beer right now or something right before I go on before air yeah. Go on. yeah you know what I like about the hall too that they do that I wish more bars would do is they have taps on the end of the bars that are water I'm drinking water out of a red solo cup all night it's genius I mean then you don't yeah. have to wait on it and you just grab it when you go up there Smart. I didn't realize that's what that tap was. Yep. I had done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought me. it was beer. Well, if it was beer tap, it would have been, and they wouldn't have it out towards the people, and it would be a lot more popular, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the hall staff did a great job. I want to thank Chuck. Sales staff did a great job. All the sponsors, all the all the folks from the Buzz who were up on stage, and it was so great having four current Razorbacks and a handful of former Razorbacks. It was great having the Henrys. It was great having Ricky Williams. Um, the guys that came in and spoke about Ryan Mallett last night, DJ Williams is always a, a crowd favorite. Hadn't really been around Travis Swanson before. Phenomenal human being. Obviously a very cerebral dude. And then, uh, you know, it was great to have Tyler up, too. Tyler Wilson, legendary Arkansas quarterback and the all-time leading passer. I mean, and I thought they had some really, you know, it's interesting because they all definitely did have a little bit different relationship with Ryan. It was great that they all uh, shared it. You don't have to ring the bell over it, Joe, Sorry. but that's cool. That's I've got right. double bells over here. I was impressed with uh, when all four of the uh, Razorbacks. Zach Williams had a great personality that came Hilarious. out on stage with his dad. You guys really got it out of him, and then it felt like it loosened him up, and then when he was up there with us, he was having a good time. But yep. all four of those guys. Uh, so were, were really good interviews and uh, Hudson Clark and uh, I kind of put a little pressure on him said give me a team you know that you're looking forward to playing and uh, I threw the caveat out there that you can't say the first game I would probably say A&M going because last you know last year we just had so many ups and downs in that game just being able to go to Jerry's world and, and get it done and uh, get a little revenge on them and you like that to happen this year. I do. Uh, and that was my team to preview. And I feel like after letting one slip away, and we all feel like that was a game that they should have won. I think and even A&M like fans that. would have to admit that. Yes. No, they they 
I remember reading some of their message boards and some of the stuff. They felt very lucky to get away with a win in that game. The fumble at the goal line that was returned for a touchdown is a one in a million play. Never seen it. Nope. Probably won't ever see it again. And if you do, hopefully it goes the other way. Hudson on expectations. Yeah, he's the exact same way. I mean, he likes to have fun, um, but he likes to work hard, too. He likes to work with a chip on his shoulder. He's a great people's person. He's, like, really friendly with every single one of us, and so I love him as a coach. That is not on expectations at all, but that's the way it's labeled. That is about Sam Pittman, obviously. That's about Sam Pittman, yeah. That's okay. Zach Williams, uh, obviously a uh, legacy, and that was part of our theme last night with his dad. Ricky, who, I mean, again, I will say it till I'm blue in the face. Ricky Williams is one of the most underrated Razorbacks of all time. I'd say top ten. I, a, I didn't know he was top ten in tackles. He's a top ten tackles. tackler, just a phenomenal player, an even better human being, and really, again, under-recruited, and really didn't get an opportunity to play professionally, except to go overseas and play in the World League. But a uh, guy who really made the most of his college career. Here's Zach on the impact of his dad. Yeah, we talk about it a lot during the season. You know, I'm just extremely grateful that I have a father that's going through with, well, who went through what I'm going through right now because he knows. And, you know, I can't say that for a lot of people, you know. We're going to have at least one or two little sessions after practice, after a game. I can go ahead and vent. He'll listen. And then he'll get on to me about something. Then he'll say, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm glad to have someone in my corner like that because, you know, a lot of people don't have it. But, yeah, we do talk about it a lot. But we also have our times where we, you know, talk about things other than football. So, Absolutely, they do. Uh, he also took a shot at his mother last night and said <laughs> she, uh, she annoys him before games. And I was like, I hope she smacked him in the head on the way home. <laughs> anyway, great kid. And I uh, hope we can get him back on through the season. We may, we may try to run something down for him. And I, uh, I'm with you, Wes. I think the more comfortable he got, the funnier he was. Great yeah. personality. And he admitted that his favorite cartoon or his favorite show to watch is my favorite cartoon of all time, Adventure Time. Mm. Such a great show. You ever watch that one, Joe? Did you ever Never watch that? The kid? Adventure Time is a very trippy... I don't know what these dudes are on that make this show, but it is wild. It is a wild cartoon, and I absolutely loved watching that with my kids growing yeah, up. Yeah, it's fun. It is a good one. Hmm. Um, you should watch it. You should do some mushrooms, and you should sit back and watch it. It'll freak you out. <laughs> it is a wild show, man. Did you just encourage drink some, me to do drugs? Drink some mushrooms and some liquid death. Yeah. <laughs> Take it all well, in. we got to stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a trippy show, man. Seriously, I, I love it. But I was glad to hear him say that that's the show he's watching. Now, that made me, uh, he went up a notch, and he was already way up there. Anyway, we've got to hit a break. We'll come back. Special guest coming up. We've got a handful of folks coming on. we got the usuals. Kevin Kelly's coming in. Thanks to the uh, Little Rock Athletic Clubs. We've got Michael Felder coming up. We're going to have some friends in from the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, but coming up after the break, Wes, a guy who knows a little bit about those D linemen, mm. Eric Gregory and Zach Williams, who were with us last night, their position coach. Deke Adams will join us but we're live not talk- from the ballpark. We're talking baseball with him, not football. How crazy is that? His son is going to make his major league baseball debut mm. with the Angels in one hour. He's in the starting lineup, and the game starts at 1130, so Deke's going to call us at 1030 to talk about his son making his debut. Then we better get to the break so he's not uh, concerned about the first pitch. Pretty neat. Yeah, we'll talk to, to Deke about his job and also his son Jordan after this. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is Sports Center. Some big news in college football. Iowa State quarterback Hunter Deckers has been accused of betting on events involving the Cyclones, including 2021 football games, and is among four current or former athletes at Iowa State to be charged with tampering with records related to an ongoing probe by the Iowa Criminal Division. 366 bets, totaling $2,799, were placed on a DraftKings sportsbook account linked to Deckers, including 26 on Iowa State sporting events. That is according to an affidavit included with the criminal complaint filed Monday in the Iowa District Court for Story County. The affidavit also alleges that Deckers was underage when placing the bets and his parents are the ones that helped him place them. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Bellin Sword and Conway has moved to a new larger location. Hi, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bellin Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Sachs, Mizzen and Main, and remember, a tailor on staff. 
Mellon Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo, August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks competitions, see chainsaw sculptures by artistry and wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkloggers.com for schedule, info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids under 16 are free. See you in Hot Springs at the Southwest Southwest Forest Products Expo. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Welcome back, 1031 in The Zone. Let's get right to it on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You normally would be hearing from him as the defensive line coach at Arkansas, and we will talk to him briefly about that. But today, he's just dad. Dick Adams joining us. His son Jordan making his major league debut today. And Coach has gotten a chance to go out to the game, which is pretty awesome right before camp gets going here. Coach, welcome, and uh, I guess congratulations in order. Thank you. You bet. So where are you? I am getting ready to walk into the Braves uh, Stadium here in just a minute. Yeah, we're, we're in Atlanta right now, and uh, uh, he got... Like I say, he got called up over the last couple of days, and he's starting the day in center field for him. And he is in the Braves organization? No, he's with the Angels. Oh, he's that's right. Angels. I knew that. I got told that this right. morning. I apologize. Right. Okay, that's so okay. Uh, so what, what's the process been like for him? We were we were looking up his history. Did he play college baseball or straight out of high school? Uh, he went straight out of high school. Okay. And, um, you know, and he's, man, he's put in a lot of work for the last four years or so. Um you know, went in it straight out of high school, got injured early. Um, you know, COVID hit, all those different things that, that kind of derailed his uh, progress. But he's been working his behind off, and it's, uh, this is well-deserved for him. What has been the key to getting him here? Is he, uh, I mean, elite defensively? Has he been hitting it really well? What's What's been uh, the keys for him getting to his position now? Well, you know, he can really run. He's always been able to run. Uh, his defense really been good. They told him when they called him up. You know, one of the reasons they wanted him up is because his glove has been elite so far uh, right now. Um, so that's been really good for him. And he was leading the uh, PCL league um, in AAA and still. So uh, he's doing very good there. He's hitting the ball well right now. You know, just it's still a process, and it's going to be a process over the next two or three years to get out of that uh, arbitration era, you know. But uh, but he, he's working hard, and uh, like I said, he's excited about it. Yeah, I bet he's very excited, and there's probably some butterflies for him. As a dad, how do you feel yeah. today? <laughs> well, it's just it's just great to have the opportunity to watch him. You know, I've I worked for a lot of coaches and been in this business for a long time, and for Coach Pittman to not even hesitate when I told him what was going on about me being here, um, that that's great. You know, in this business as a coach, you, you miss a lot. And um, this is one thing that I can, as the older I get, the one thing I said, you know, I, I cannot miss. So, have an opportunity, man, it's great, and we're just enjoying it right now. Can you imagine if this would have happened in three weeks, what it would have been like? Yeah, I know it. Yeah, it would have been a little different then. I would have had to catch this one on TV. It would have been a little different. But but he understands it. He's been, a, he's been a, you know, his whole life I've been a coach. And he understands what that means and how it works and all of that. And so it's been uh, really good. And, and it's amazing that, uh, you know, the, the manager of the team is very good friends with our basketball coach. And so, you know, he, was made, he said he called him and told him, hey, you got to make sure that Coach Adams get down here, uh, you know, because this is going to be a great experience. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, that's great. I'm glad you made the call. Not sure how many you want to have had on. Giving me the opportunity to be here, but uh, it's been good. 
Talking to Deke Adams on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Again, his son Jordan making his Major League debut today in Atlanta for the Angels. Um, you've been a pretty well-known guy for a long time as a, uh, a college football coach. When's the first time you uh, were introduced as, this is Jordan's dad. Like, he's the big <laughs> star and you're just another guy. Well, that's been a long time ago. Okay. I tell you, it all, and, and ironically, it all started in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Uh, it really did. And when Jordan was three years old, my oldest son was six. Um, they were playing, and, and that kind of started his baseball career. And, and it just took off from there. But uh, not long after that, I, I became Jordan's dad. I coach out. I was reading that he was a two-sport star, very athletic in high school. Were there, was it hard for you guys, a, a decision after being taken in the first round, not to play maybe college baseball, college football, to go this route? It, it was a draft night for him. You know, he drafted. Um, even after the draft, he said, you know, Dad, I really want to probably go play both. I said, listen, I understand it. I understand it, and, and your mom and I are going – to um, support you in whatever you decide to do. But think about this. They drafted you at this point. They're offering you this amount. This is kind of life-changing. And um, I said, sleep on it, and let's talk about it in the morning. He got up the next morning. Yeah, you're right. I get it. And then, you know, the confirming factor was about a year after that, he, he told me, he said, this was probably the best decision I ever made. So made us feel good. I got a video sent to me today of him flushing it on a teammate when he was in high school. Uh, was he a basketball guy, too? No. He, well, he played in the seventh or eighth grade, and uh, basketball always conflicted with baseball. Mm-hmm. So that was never really an, uh, an option. They were just playing around, and he, you know, he went to a church on a Wednesday night to have a youth night, and they were just playing around in the gym before they got ready to leave, and all of a sudden that happened. And... Uh, it's crazy how that went. I shut his Twitter down that night. We had to start all over again. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was funny. Yeah, it's a freaky dunk for those who haven't seen it. I'll, I'll try to share it on social right. media later. It's incredible. I mean, it just shows yeah. his athleticism. So uh, he'll be robbing some right. home runs, I'm sure, with that kind of leaping ability at some point in his career. So uh, right. when you're out there today, what do you think? Will you be more nervous for him, or are you going to be feeling pure elation? What's your, what's your expectation for today? Well, I, I'm always nervous when he hits the field, just the fact you know I want him to – succeed and be the best that he can be but at the same time you know i'm just out there enjoying the fact of being able to, to be a dad and watching and um and being able to have the balance of being a coach and a dad and having a like i said a, a head coach and then an organization that understands that and that's willing to, to be a big part of it i got a note here that he's seen a little bit of a power surge this season what's going on with his uh his power this year well he, he's done a phenomenal job in the all season you know he works out and um his hitting coaches in Arizona um, and uh, Phoenix and uh, he or Scottsdale, and he goes out there and and uh, the guy's name is JP, and he works with him during the off season. And he bulked up to around 200 pounds over the summer or during the uh, off season. Then um, he's gotten stronger, and it, and then he's just changed his swing. He simplified his swing a good bit, and so it's just allowing him to be quick and and, and fast and powerful to the ball. So. It's been a been an interesting year for him. Have you coached baseball before? I have not. I did when he was about three or four, mm-hmm. and then I think when they got around six or seven or eight somewhere around in there, I kind of gave it up because I wanted somebody else to do it. I didn't want to. I didn't want him to see me as coach. I wanted him to always see me as dad. I got gotcha. you. Well, obviously, you laid the foundation that got him to the major league. So let's just let's just leave it at that. How about that? Uh, we're ta- well, thank you. We're talking to Deke Adams. If you're just tuning in on the brand moving and storage hotline. Speaking of bulking up, we had, uh, and this is what's great about the NIL, we get a chance to really get some insight from players and get to know these guys as humans and not just football players, but we had a couple of your guys yesterday, Eric Gregory and Zach Williams, and two phenomenal young men who joined us last night for the countdown to kickoff, and everybody's excited about the upcoming season, and you know, Zach's a guy that has really transformed his body. Um, Having gotten to work with him the last couple of years, what what have you seen from him and his growth, and what are your expectations for those guys this year? Well, he's been great, you know, and we're even... He's transformed his body. You're right. We're even asking him to, uh, to add a little bit more. Um, I think he's right around 250 now. I kind of want him around 260. It, you know, playing on the line in this league is is you have to be you have to be able to carry the weight. You have to be strong. You have to be uh, you know be able to hold a point of attack in a lot of ways. And it's it's hard to do that when you don't have the girth behind you. And then so he's done a phenomenal job. Um, 
in the whole room, man. I love my room, you know, and, and, and people talk a lot about the portal and all these different things with guys leaving and coming and going. I tell you, I, I think we transformed our room, and I feel really good about this group. They love each other. They play hard. They play for each other. I'm excited about it. Ricky, his dad was with us last night, and uh, David Basil had asked him, he said, uh, you know, does your dad try to give you advice? And you tell him, Dad, you didn't even play my position. What are you, what are you telling me? <laughs> now, you've, you've coached <laughs> linebackers and, and defensive linemen, and you played linebackers. So how much how much does the, the skill set translate, in your opinion? Well, well, I, you know, I think that being able to do both has been very, very good for me. And then even the fact for some of our kids, um, you know, when you start looking at the NFL and all that, you see half of the organizations are three-down guys and the other half are four-down. And being able to do a little bit of both is good for our kids because it exposes them to every team. Um, and so with Zach being able to stand up some and, and then the fact, like I said, I did it when I was playing – it just it gives you the opportunity to, to to showcase your talents to a lot a lot of teams. You don't you don't kind of you don't kind of keep guys out. You're able to showcase your talent to everybody. You mentioned transforming your room. You take a look at that roster. It is deep, and it's a lot of seniors. A lot of guys that played a lot of snaps. Have you ever had a room right. with that much experience? Uh no, I hadn't. To be honest with you, um, it, it, uh, for these guys that played this much, has been I mean, this is good. This is a good problem for us to have. But the guys know that it means nothing to me as far as being a senior or a freshman or anything like that. You know, even in recruiting, when I make, you know, I talk to kids, they hear from me, if you make our defense better when you're on the field, you play. That's plain and simple. So that means the seniors don't have to come out and produce every day. You know, the freshmen are going to have to come out and produce. And that creates competition. And I think the competition in our room right now is phenomenal. So your son is not only getting to make his major league debut, he's also playing with two future Hall of Famers in Otani and Trout. Uh, I got to think that's adding a little bit of excitement on top of everything else for him. Right, it has. You know, he was uh, actually he was in major league spring training all the way until opening uh, until they broke spring training, and so he got a chance to be around those guys every day. And so being called up right now, we were talking about it last night. Yeah, it's an exciting deal, but it's not like he's new because he's been around the majority of these guys all through spring so uh, he's excited about it and you know and I tell him I said you know you know sometimes when you get in some situations you second guess yourself but he knows he deserves to be here he's put the work in for it and uh and hopefully you know the day goes well and he has a good day when the game starts can you sit and watch or are you a pacer a walker what do you do no I sit and watch I sit and watch and and then I just let him do his thing and and I, I hey when it's over I want to be there and support it, whether it was a tough day or whether it was a great day. Are you when gonna, I sit and watch him, I'm truly a dad. I don't, I don't put on the coaching aspect at all. Are you going to get a couple days, or you got to leave after the game today? Well, I'm leaving after the game today, but I watched him. I was here with him yesterday. They, they uh, made him active yesterday, and so uh, he didn't play or do anything yesterday because he had just got in. From, uh, flew in from Salt Lake City, but uh, today uh, after the game, I fly out this evening, be back, ready to go. Well, listen, good luck this season. Good luck to Jordan. I really appreciate the time, Coach, and uh, maybe we can catch up again yeah, this season. You. Yeah, thank you all for having me. You bet. Thanks, take care. Coach. All right. Uh-huh. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You too. That was awesome. Mm. Dick Adams. Let's go. I'm going to be an Angels fan today. No doubt. I'll be. Uh, I'll pull up the box score here in a minute. And Yeah, they start 11-20, I think. 11, yeah, something First like pitch. That. Pretty cool. I have, have to go home and find that game on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because we're talking about parents and being coaches and things. And uh, Joe, you've done it with your kids over the years, all the way up through high school. I, I agree. I I did not like coaching my kids at all. Did they like it? Probably hated it worse than I did. No, <laughs> I, I I think they enjoyed it, and I mean, but it was I totally got it. I mean, I enjoyed watching more than I enjoyed coaching. Well, we got a, a clip of Big Perk. Kendrick Perkins, who got in apparently some trouble at an AU game coaching some kids. I guess they're his kids. I assume, Christian. I don't know. What uh, one of them probably was. I don't think they were all his kids. <laughs> no, I'm guessing yeah. not. But I'm saying he. Uh, I'm assuming he was coaching because he's a, he's a dad of one of the players. Yeah. And apparently had a little uh, got a little trouble at the game. So officiating. No, yeah, he had a trouble with an official who threw one of his kids out. These are like little kids. They're like seven years old, look like. Yeah, oh, no. they're pretty young. Oh, yeah, no. I've seen one of his kids play. He looked good, you know. You know, 
even though he's in sixth grade. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've got the clip. These kids were like little, little little kids. Yeah, they're young. This is not like teenagers. kid got thrown out. Yeah, I I don't know what the deal was. I'll let Kendrick explain it, and then we can get some more from you. And then we'll, uh, we haven't played the Lumberjack clip with Joe here yet. I'm sure the morning guys gave it to you yesterday, but we need to, uh, we need to get your thoughts on that, too. And I've got another story that you've told me before. Strong as a mug, man. You really are, Joe. Not to be troubled. That's why I never pick a fight with you. What's a mug? (laughs) It's short for... <laughs> Good to see our friends at True Service Community Federal Credit Union last night. Ran into Tommy. They were there supporting uh, our big event at the Buzz Countdown to kick off. And True Service Federal Credit Union has some great things going on right now. You can get a True Service home equity loan, get the new pool, new flooring, maybe a custom shower or a kitchen remodel. It's also vacation season, and True Service Community Federal Credit Union has a vacation now, pay later offer. You can get up to $3,000 for your trip and 1% off their regular rates. This offer is valid now through August 31st, and you can get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer no transfer fees, no over-limit fees, and no annual fee. It's a great team at True Service. Starts at the top with Linda. Tiffany's there, Melissa, they're going to take care of you, and it's easy to become a member these days. You do not have to be grandfathered in like the old days. Three locations in Little Rock, there by the butcher shop, JFK, in North Little Rock, and on the campus of Hendricks College. Apply online today at trueservice.net. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. The Mega Millions jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $1 billion. So, what would you do if you won? I'll be buying three boats. One for fishing on the lakes, one for fishing on the rivers, and one to take the family out. I would buy us the best seats for every show on Broadway. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Mega Millions jackpot of more than $1 billion. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling. Holy guatney, Batman! Scott Rollmine is now on the buzz Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Yes, Robin, I wonder if we can discuss the Batmobile. Guatney Unplugged, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Same bat time, same bat channel. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Be listening to 1037 The Buzz this Friday when Morning Mayhem broadcasts live from the Pine Bluff Country Club and their four-ball invitational golf tournament. Pine Bluff Country Club's premier event, courtesy of Simmons Bank. From the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. 
Kirk something interesting. Uh-oh. Trey Young, he tweeted, <laughs> the word on the street is at Kendrick Perkins getting double technicals in kids' what, what, what? games. I don't blame you, fam. I had to leave Vegas early because of the same reason. So, Perk, I, don't worry. We have the video. But I oh, think no. You got ejected, fam? Yeah, and, and look, I've been coaching for three years, and I haven't got ejected <laughs> one time. So I'm trying to ask the ref a question on why did he eject my, one of my players, and he would not talk to me. So when he didn't give me an answer, I blew, a, I blew, I blew off the gasket. I'm pissed off at this point. Oh and now my I'm calling, God. you see right now, I'm calling for the uh, director of the tournament because he tried to kick me out the gym. And I, I'm holding up the game right now. Look at them standing you over there in the corner. The game. Five, six with them 17 shoes he had on. I was so hot yesterday. So he tried to kick me out the game. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. First of all, I didn't spend thousands of dollars to come to Vegas for this oh tournament. I'm not leaving the gym. Yep. And then the tournament director was like, Perk, you're going to have to stand on the sideline. Oh, my god! But you can't finish the game. So... There, there it was. We went on to lose the game, but I didn't care. At the end of the day, I was pissed off. I was just trying to ask him a question, mm -hmm. and he was ignoring me. Joe Klein? I've been there. I haven't been thrown out. but uh, I've, You've I've, been teched? Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. When I, I mean, I, and I think the hard thing, especially for guys like Perk and me, is that a lot of times in these AAU tournaments, they are trying to train people to be officials. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you get... Do you think you were ever targeted because of who you are? Like they were trying well, to trying I, to get, get a rise out of you? Absolutely. Oh, there, there were times I, I ran into that a little bit, but I mean, there, there were other times I needed to shut up too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you, you as a coach, and we every coach out there at every level, AAU or anything, you know, you hear yourself sometimes saying some things that are like, just shut up and coach, you know, just shut up and coach your team. I mean, leave the guy alone. He's doing the best he can, and you gotta. You gotta as you get older, and as I got older, in that you know you come into those games knowing that these guys are trying. They're not very good. They're trying to learn. You know, they're they're trying to make a little extra money. You know, and if you lose the game, it's not the end of the world. That was, so I think I yeah. think you got to kind of as a former NBA player, you know, coming. You know, he's three or four years out of it. He's on ESPN, so his his ego is. Is there? Yeah. We, as we all have one, but his is probably a little more, you know, a little more vibrant. Little and he's more younger vibrant days, yes. right now, and so having a having a five, you know, quote five six dude with seventeen big, shoes with big feet, you know, not acknowledge him, uh, and then you know, again, you guys were saying this was like seven really kids. little kids. Yeah, I mean, they were younger. I mean, they're definitely under under like you I know. Mean, high I mean, I would love. I mean. I would be mad too because you don't throw. I mean, you don't throw a kid like and the kid, a, a little kid like that's got to do something. He must have elbowed a kid in the face or, or said done something. something. Yeah. And, then, and that, and then that's if you give give a proper explanation, then there's no problem. Right. But when you don't give an explanation, you know, you just make make it worse. So. I coach my kids very rarely, but I did do it a little bit. And every time we went into the game, I told myself it doesn't matter. This outcome does not matter. But yeah. I, once you get into the throws of the game, it's hard to keep yourself from being competitive. No, and yeah. I don't care if I'm playing pickleball or Absolutely. golf or anything else. I do give myself the pep talk or the opposite of a pep talk and say, none of this matters. Relax. But once we're in it, it's hard not to. Justin, I, I retired. My last game in the NBA was... Uh, I, I wasn't an active player, but I was with the Portland Trailblazers on the bench every day, sitting right, you know, Game 7, 2000 uh, Western Conference Finals, losing Game 7. Four months, five months later, I was coaching sixth grade <laughs> basketball at Christ the King. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we're praying before the game and holding hands with the other team before the game, and I'm like looking at my wife and going, you know, what are we doing here? You know, what are we? You know, what are we doing? You know, we we're, we we need to beat holy souls. We don't need to pray with them. We'll pray with them after we beat their ass. You know, <laughs> so, you know, like that. And so I mean, it's just like I, you know, and I'm out there coaching them in practice. And got got kids running down the court crying because I'm like, you gotta play defense. You know, so it's like there's a transition there because you sure. can't, you just can't turn it off. And and it takes a little while to kind of calm down. It takes a few. uh 
late night pillow talks with your wife. Like. Bet it does. <laughs> yep. uh, I got to play this clip for those who haven't heard it. I've never had a clip sent to me more times than I've had this clip sent to me this week, and I'm sure you're the same oh, boat. Yes. And it was done a year ago in August. This clip was? I saw this a year ago. I never saw this before. I saw it a year ago. Joe Klein. Mm-hmm. Redhead. Mm-hmm. Arkansas. Oh, my God. So, we're playing, and you know me back then, I got a dunk. Boom. Ah! Running down court. Hey, you little mother If you do that again, he said, I'm going to wipe you out. Man, whatever, dog. You ain't going to do nothing to me. Man, strong enough. Yo, two, three plays later, we ran the same play, just a little different option, and I'm trying to go to the rim. I got the ball in my hand. Next thing I know, I'm grabbing for hands, getting up off the floor. <laughs> he was a lumberjack or something, dog. He what? was too strong, dog. And that, and, and, for basketball, and you didn't need me. all that. Said, I told you. Uh, said, don't bring that down here with me. Mm. And that was, I felt as though that was my... Just a regular foul. No tea, no flagrant, no, oh, no nothing. No yeah, flagrant, right. No, no, right. He was strong for no reason. Oh, my God. I've never heard anybody say that an athlete is too strong for their sport. <laughs> Let me ask you this. you got to tell the story, and you can tell it in your own way. I don't know. You never told this on the air before. You told me off the air. But you had a similar incident. Chris Weber was trash-talking you, and you, you kind of set him straight? Yeah, very similar. Give it to me. Well, I mean, he just... He was a rookie. Great player. Uh... But very full of himself, and out there yapping and talking to Charles and talking trash to Charles, you know. And as an older player, you know, Charles is Charles Barkley. You're Chris Rebber. You're a rookie. You need, or you know, you need to shut the hell up mm-hmm. and you know, go at him. Try to score fifty on him, but you know, be quiet. You're not. You're not nearly even close to his level at this point. Right. And so, I mean, this is going on and going on, and we're at the free throw line one time, and uh, and he's just yapping, and I just turn to him and I go, man, will you please just shut the blank up? I said, we're all tired of hearing it. Just shut the hell up. And he, he looked over at me, and he goes, man, you be quiet. He goes, the only reason you're in the league is because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part about that, him saying that, was it Barkley and Marley were there, and they just started laughing. <laughs> just and you know, and I was like, all right. And so about, you know, I don't know when later in the game he's rolling down the lane and laid him out, and stood over him. And I said, that's why I'm in the league, MF. <laughs> <laughs> I love you know, that story. So, but the worst part about that was like for the next six weeks, you know, we're out to dinner and. You know, you can't sit there because you're white. And everything was because I was white. Parker's you know, killing like, you. Oh, just you're you're white. You can't he, he can't he can't sit with us because he's white, ma'am. And stuff. It's hilarious. Like, I love it. But uh, you know, it was it was. I think it's different now because we were all friends, but now they're they're almost too close. Yeah. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. You're going to love our made-from-scratch hibachi menu. Chicken, shrimp, filet, or lobster with grilled vegetables and fried rice. Grilled to order VIP style. Rock and roll sushi.